0: Okay, welcome to raising our voices. It's a very good show, and all the people should listen to it. It's a great theme, and it's all about football. And I think everything should everyone should have a good listen. And I hope they do well. Um, I'm John, and you're going to hear a lot of get, a lot of guests from the you on know, about football, and it's really good.
1: I'm here with Susan. Hi, Susan. Hello. Now, we're talking about football and inclusion of people with disabilities. If there was one thing that you could say, Susan, about inclusion of people with disabilities in the footy as fans, what would it be?
2: i say get all football stadiums or like the Melbourne Cricket Ground wheelchair accessible fully. Now, I would have thought they were fully. Are you telling me they're not? No, they're not. Not even Athead, which is newly built, is not fully wheelchair accessible. So there are parts of the ground you can't get to, is that it? Yeah, um, I think you can if you go on a tour. They can take you around the back, but you can't get down to um, where the cheer squad sit for each team. So
1: that means you can't be a member of the cheer squad and participate when they're cheering?
2: Well, well, you can, but you've got to sit right at the back behind all the trunks, so you're really you know, you're wasting that money that you paid on the cheer squad because you're not in the cheer squad. I mean, you can pay for it if you like, but you're not in it because you're way back up where I'm almost where the public are getting to sit. So you can be a member, you can sit in the member's stand, but you don't get right to your money if you ask me. Wow, that's really amazing. I hadn't realised that. So
1: you can go along and you can sit in the wheelchair spots at the back but you can't really participate. Um.
2: Yeah, yeah you, you can go along and you, you, you get to sit r- almost right at the back or as far down as you can get, but it's still not in wheelchairs, you know, like into the cheer squads. so, yeah. And was there ever a time when you could get down there? I know
1: your disability's changed over the years.
2: Yeah, I used to be able to get down there and I, I used to go every week. Hail, rain, or shine. And I thought I was mad, but I had mad people who went for the team with me. So I guess when it was soaring rain and your team was losing it, it was good to look at. I'm not the only one who's here. <laughs> so that must be a real loss for you, not to be
1: able to be part of that now.
2: Yeah, I, I think, though, you know, because also right at the back there, we both ETHIAD and the MCG, although ETHIAD seems worse, here. Yeah. You feel the cold draft a lot more than what you would if you're able to get up and jump around like you used to. So uh, I, I think I can watch it on telly just as cheaply and just as warmly and you still get to see the action, if not a bit better than what you can from right at the back as well. So,
1: Not the same um, environment and not the same sort of... Uh It's the feeling of the crowd and the whole experience, isn't it? The atmosphere.
2: Yeah, it's the whole atmosphere and you get to make friends and you get to know people who go for your own team and you get to make new friends. And, you know, I knew another guy who was in a wheelchair and it really touched me one day, the cheer squad. He really wanted to get down there because the team was winning by a lot and you could see they were going to win. So a few strong men from the cheer squad actually lifted him in his wheelchair up and got him down there and I was just like, that's dedication because they all knew him so they said that he shouldn't be up there, he should be down there But and he he was chucked to be part of the cheer squad which he was saying for and couldn't get in there so...
1: Wow, well that's that's really great support they showed him, but I think yeah, maybe the AFL needs to show some support, eh?
2: Yeah, and no, I think maybe they need to say if that was rant they wouldn't have needed to pick the wheelchair and the guy up and carried a whole lot down there if it was fully rant and I don't I guess I just don't understand or see the reasons why there needs to be steps there. Anyway. And finally, um, who are you going for? in Melbourne Demons. <laughs> Go Demons! Thanks, Susan. Thank you.
0: It's a grand old flag. It's a flag.
1: Welcome back to raising our voices and our special show about football. And uh, today we also have an interview with someone who's a companion of a person with a disability who attends. Pretty much all the Victorian games and even some interstate. So welcome, Pam. Thank you. Um, so you go to the football with Kelly, is that right? Yes, I do. Yep. And you were telling me before that there's a, a system in place called the companion card. And how does that work with the football? Can you just explain that a bit?
3: Well, Kelly's a Hawthorne Football Club member. And my membership to the football club is covered by the companion card. So my membership is free. And also some of the games, well, some of the grand finals recently, I've been able to have a free ticket to the grand final as well to be her companion to attend with her. That's a fantastic, um, inclusive sort of um, action, a very, very
1: practical one that's going to help a lot of people, I'd imagine. Do you know if many people use that?
3: Yeah, I do. Um, there's a number of people I know who are in wheelchairs who use that, um, and it different family member goes to the football with them on a regular basis uh some of the other members of the cheer squad which is Kelly's a member of um also have family members bring them at different times and yeah it's very economical you know it's it's not over the top cost wise for to be a member of the cheer squad either um And the fact that the membership for the companion is free makes it more accessible to the cheer squad membership, especially Especially for people who are living on pensions or my daughter's on a disability support pension. So, yeah, she needs to save money where possible. And the cheer squad has got a cost attached to it, but obviously it's a good, fun thing to do. Yeah. And the cost also comes with benefits, like as part of the cheer squad we always get something so one year we might get a t-shirt another year we might get um a jacket or yeah just different things that are useful to take to the footy and the seating is um always behind the goal with cheer squad so good yes. yes so always on the ground level which is good for kelly because of her vertigo and other issues around her hearing problems um, and usually uh, we're allocated a seat on the on the aisle, which is easier for her as well. And
1: um, and just in terms of uh, inclusion within the cheer squad, have they been
3: very welcoming of Kelly's involvement? Oh, for sure. Yeah, she has a number of friends um, made over the years that we've been in the cheer squad, who are very close and very close family friends now. Um, we see them quite often, they come to her parties, uh, yeah, so it's more than just footy now they they're footy friends, but yeah, we see them a lot.
1: now, um, I believe that you go to most Victorian games and even a Tasmanian game every year. is that right
3: Yes, yeah we um, unless there's a wedding, and only if it was my daughter's wedding would we not go. <laughs> <laughs> And she's already married, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, no. We go to all of the games. And most of our family members, if they're having a party or anything, they make sure that we're not playing footy because, <laughs> I mean, it's OK if we're not playing in, you know, in Victoria. But, and usually I book one game in Launceston a year. So we have always tell them in advance when we're going so they know. That's a commitment and a half. (laughs) Now, what about all these different grounds?
1: You must see a lot of the grounds then. Are they all very accessible or are some better than
3: others? What's your view? Well, I've never liked uh, Docklands Stadium. It seems to be more crowded. It's more difficult to get in. Um, Their staff are not as good as the MCG staff. They're not as well-trained under, you know, for disability-specific type things, Um, I've always found it much easier to go to the MCG and if there's any problems, I can always talk to staff and they're always very happy to help. When Kelly needed um, the ambulance service, uh, they were immediate. In in finding somebody and having her looked after, it was fabulous. The same thing at Eddie had. I I ended up taking her home and organising medical care on you know at home. It it's just different, I think. The fact too that at Docklands the roof can be closed and people smoke outside the grounds and the smoke comes into the ground and if you're suffering from asthma or have eye problems like Kelly does it it causes quite difficult medical conditions and yeah so i don't find it as pleasant a ground and i'm glad we don't play there very often well i'm surprised because it's the probably the newest ground in the league um there must be a lot of older grounds are they are they better you saying well the mcg has been upgraded recently and of course it's much better i mean the southern stand even is is fabulous and i've never ever had a problem at the mcg with any kind of finding medical attention finding earplugs um When Kelly got lost because we were at an event after the grand final in an area that she didn't know, um, I asked for help from staff and the police and it might have been 10 minutes, but she was found. They brought her back to me. They were so lovely to her. She wasn't stressed about it. It it was very easy. Um, Everybody around me were panicking about it, but... (laughs) She, yeah, she managed to get back, she wasn't stressed, um they were lovely to her, and it was really because she was in an unfamiliar place. We never sit in the um a f l members, so we were there for the concert after the um grand final, so yeah, she possibly should have stayed with us, but didn't. <laughs>
1: Very special day when your yeah. team wins the grand final. She may have been a bit excited. She was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do you get down to Geelong
3: or some of the other outer um, clubs? No. no. Usually if Geelong and Hawthorne are playing, it's at the MCG or at Etihad. So it's I've, – I've not played da- – been down there not since I was a teenager, so – Okay, so overall, it sounds like it's been a very positive,
1: um, inclusive sort of experience for you. You keep going back, obviously.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And Kelly loves the football. It's part of her life. Um, And it's a really big part of her life. She misses it when it's not on. She's not really a cricket person. Um, So yeah she used to love being in the footy tipping and doing a whole lot of other stuff so yeah footy really does rule her life a lot (laughs) yeah so she enjoys it and she's been able to be
1: involved which is
3: yeah Yeah, from really early on to um our family pretty much i was um, i had uncles playing footy and cricket when I was a baby, pretty much, and I went along to watch them all of their careers. So it was bred in me, and as soon as um, I was able to, after I had children, I wanted to start going back, and it was good that I was able to take the kids without any problems.
1: Okay, just um, overall, and thinking particularly maybe of when they were kids... Was there any time or do you think that the, that the sort of junior football perhaps wasn't as accessible or could be more accessible? I'm thinking things like Auskick and other sort of junior um, ways that kids can get involved in the
3: actual game rather than watching. Yeah, well, both my girls would have loved to be in the Auskick, um, but back then when they were kids, it wasn't really possible. I'm great, I really think it's great that they are now. I'm a bit concerned maybe that some kickers groups are set up for especially for people with disability can, instead of in being involved those people being involved in everybody's oz and just being treated the same as everybody else um, that would be my preference that whatever leg you're in, um, whether at Auskig or your local footy club, that whether you had a disability or not, you could participate and be as welcomed as everybody else.
1: Any other final tips or suggestions for making footy more accessible? Or maybe what's the score <laughs> out of 10?
3: <laughs> well, I, I'm not so sure about people... In wheelchairs, I do have a couple of friends in wheelchairs who do go to the footy, and um, I know their perspective, and I know that they're very happy about access and you know the ease of train stations to grounds and where they sit is undercover, protected, and they're very happy with that. Um, but I'm, I sort of don't have the same experience because Kelly's more able, you know, yeah, physically. She has some sensory disabilities as well as an intellectual disability. But, um, yeah, I think from her point of view, she hasn't had a lot of problems and if she has had a problem at the footy, we've been able to fix it um, just by... Accessing the staff or the ambulance people, and they've always been really good.
1: All right, then. So, um, any tips for who's
3: winning? Of course, it wouldn't be Hawthorne, would it? Well, I'd hope so, but I'm not (laughs) sure. (laughs) We have lost a few players, and who knows with what the changes in all of the teams what happens next year, but you know, I can always hope. You've had your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, but we didn't have a turn this year, so next year would be good. (laughs) Thank you, Pam. Welcome
1: back to Raising Our Voices, and we're talking to John. Hi, John.
0: Hello, Pauline. How have you been?
1: Oh, really good, thank you.
0: Very nice, yes.
1: Now, um, today's show's about the football and... um, I believe that you're uh, a fan of uh, Collingwood, is it?
0: Yes. One-eyed. one night. one team.
1: Yes. Yeah, but were you always a fan of Collingwood?
0: No, it's used to it for Hawthorne, but I changed to Collingwood, and, it's a, yeah, they're a good team, and they've got a good president, Eddie Maguire, and um, Nathan Buckley, and the captains. Um, Collingwood's uh, numbers... For, yeah, where's number five? Uh, Penelbury.
1: Oh, yeah. Pendlebury, yeah. yeah so um, the, Collingwood's obviously famous for having a lot of fans.
0: Yeah, they've got about yeah, 80,000, 82,000 and they get, yeah, get a lot of supporters and it's been really good.
1: So you go quite a bit?
0: Yes, uh, all last not last year but before I went to about 23 games but this year I went to about six because I, I follow a local team and help them out with barbecues and things like that, so yeah.
1: That's good. I didn't know you did that. So, what's the local team that you um, help uh, out?
0: Bentley Bentley Football Club, and they're a good team.
1: So, you do some volunteer work with them? Yes,
0: I do barbecues and help put the signs out and um, and then I, I take all the glasses and put all the cans of beers in the free, in the bin.
1: Oh yeah, that's important. Um, so, um, have you been doing that very long? Or was that this is the first year?
0: This is the first year. Last year was the first year, and our team got done by 107 points. though. So.
1: That's a shame. Was that in the grand final?
0: Yes. Yeah, 107 points by Dingley. They beat us.
1: But you made it to the grand final. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's pretty good, yeah.
1: So that's a bit new. So you've been a fan of AFL for a long while, but now you're actually helping with local
0: footy. Football, yeah. I do barbecue, do the breakfast for the under-19s, and I do the uh, sausages and that for the seniors and reserves. And about 1 o'clock, someone else takes over, and then I just relax and watch the football.
1: Wow, that's great. So you're obviously a big, um, a really important part of the
0: yep. local footy now. Yep, I help out and they, they they enjoy myself and i got a membership for it and go to most of the games and away games too.
1: So do you think you'll keep going to AFL or it's going to be a bit half and half or you're going to Probably stick to...
0: Half and half. Yep.
1: So what do you like about going to the footy?
0: Um, seeing, seeing Colin play, uh, seeing some friends and supporters and and just having a good time, and if they win, they win. If they lose, well then, better nothing next time.
1: And so um, you know a few people that you go with or see there regularly?
0: Roger, and I've got a few other friends, uh, Peter Pennegas, and a lot, of, a lot of other people, yeah, yeah.
1: And do you see the same faces week in, week out? You get to know them? Yes, I do. That's a, a real community, isn't it?
0: Yep, just seeing the people and talking to people and, I also sometimes go to VFL and watch them and I see some friends there. So it's really good.
1: So as a guy who's got a, a disability, do you find the footy includes people with disabilities?
0: Uh, yes, because I've seen some people in wheelchairs and um, people like that, so yeah.
1: Have you ever felt like you had an issue that you weren't included?
0: Um, no, not really. I sort of go to football and I just you know, enjoy myself and yeah, things like that. So yeah, no, I don't really get that, so yeah.
1: And the local footy's obviously including you in a big way now. Yeah,
0: like helping them out, and they like me, and they sort of talk to me, and you know, get me and, ch- and cheer me on in that. And yeah.
1: What What's the name of the local
0: Bentley Football Club?
1: So yeah. go go Bentley next
0: year. Go Bentley and go Collingwood. Yeah, go Bentley.
1: <laughs> what What are they called? What's their um you uh, know?
0: They're a bit like Melbourne de- Demons. They call Bentley Demons, and they sing their song, and it's quite a good song. So, uh,
1: Go Bentley Demons 2017, uh, what about the Pies?
0: Go Coyne 2017, they picked up some good players, so like um, some players from North Melbourne and also some players from uh, Fremantle, Maynard, and um, a guy called Lindell from Melbourne we picked up. So they've got a few players there.
1: So they might go well this time, yeah. this year. All right. Um, well, thank you, John. I'm glad to hear that you've been involved in footy in so many different ways. Did you ever have a kick of the ball yourself?
0: Uh, yeah, when I was young, uh, we played uh, in, inter-district interd- uh, football with the disability teams in and, and, and Mitcham, and we played well, and I enjoyed that. So it was really good.
1: All right. Well, thanks again, John.
0: that's it Thank you. And you're very good. I have free Siago as well and it's a good station. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Raising your voices is Raising very voices. Very... Is a very
0: good station. Thanks, John. It's
1: all right. Okay, and we have also got Luke here today. Um, Luke, I believe that you're a bit of a footy fan. Now, who do you follow?
4: You. The Saints. Yes.
1: When the Saints were marching in. In, how I want to be. Um. Do you go much to the footy at the
4: moment? Yes, I go to the football with my friends. Rick uh, am and he, he picked me up from um, home uh, and dropped me to MCG to go um, upstairs and into the Commentary box with him.
1: Wow. So you go into the commentary box with <laughs> Rex Hunt. Yes. Well that must be pretty special. How many times have you done that?
4: Two times this year.
1: Two times this year. Yeah. Hold on a sec. So that's amazing. You you go to the MCG any other grounds?
4: It has died in
1: and how do you find them? Are they easy to get around, too many stairs, or how do you manage?
4: By lift and a and Also, it the a stadium.
1: Okay, so that's good when you're going up in the lift. It's pretty accessible. Uh, Have you sat um, out in the stands? Yes. And how's that? Easy to get around, or...?
4: Difficult.
1: Okay, a bit more difficult because,
4: because? my people could push me.
1: Okay, it's a bit more crowded and you could get bumped, is that what you mean?
4: Yes. How
1: have you been? Have you managed or have you had a bit of squashiness at times? I
4: have a bit of squashiness at times, Myself, of the times. Okay.
1: And do you find it's more crowded at one of them, MCG, or is it easier to get around there, or is Eddie had the one that's more crowded? What do you find? Both. (laughs) Okay, so um, you go with a friend or with a carer, is it?
4: Yes.
1: And how does that work? Is that good? Good. And you prefer the commentary box, no doubt. Yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> yes, because I get more food for
1: <laughs> yeah. Free food thrown in? Yeah. And drinks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Anything that needs to be improved about access for people with disability at the grounds? Have you noticed anything you think they need to change? At
4: any moment, travels side. Also, going to uh, see if travelside uh, told me about getting people more accessible for for getting to my MCJ and a tag and buy some pants, like MCG going to be the first thing, and also for my tennis centre, could be a special bike service for people with disabled people.
1: Okay, so Travellers Aid, that service is going to do some work to make the MCG more accessible yes. and possibly the tennis centres. Yes. Yes. And you go to the tennis? Yes. Well, that sounds like a good idea. Um, so they're working on that now, are they? Yes. Fantastic. Well, we knew we were on to something.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were.
1: <laughs> all right, thanks again for all your and input.
4: I know, and I'm going to ask me to, to be, to be <laughs>
1: ah, so Travelers A are gonna have you as a guinea pig for access at the MCG? Yes. Well you must get back to us and let us know what you discover and what things need to be fixed. Yes. It will
4: be very interesting.
1: Gonna be the year of the dog again, isn't
4: it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. No be yeah, yeah. Oh, she could <laughs> I hope so. Thank you, Luke. Bye bye
0: Hello, um, I'm, I'm happy you enjoyed listening to our radio station, 3CR, and tune in next time. We hope you have a good time and thank you. Tune in to Raising Our Voices next time. It's a very good station.
1: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.